0: Welcome to the Wrestling Philosophy Show, where we discuss coaching perspectives, beliefs, and techniques. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. In Episode 8, we talk with Coach Will Knight of Shaker Heights. He tells stories of his days at Ohio State, where he was a Big Ten placer after never qualifying for the state tournament. Coach Knight discusses getting into Greco-Roman wrestling and his memories of Logan Stever and Spencer Lee at the Doghouse in Milan. So all right, here we are with Coach Knight, Coach Will Knight. Where are you joining
1: joining us from tonight? I am from Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio right now, but I'm the head wrestling coach at Shaker Ice High School.
0: Right, right, yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. how long you been there? Give us a little story how you how you uh, um,
1: ended up back at Shaker. Uh, well, I uh, wrestled at Ohio State, and when I left, I was uh, I could like how it happened was. Going into Big Ten, I go to coach at the district tournament. I come to go and watch the district tournament cause, uh I don't know if you remember the the, the twin brothers, the Greens fans. One mm-hmm. was, uh Josh Greenspan was a state champ and you know, that night. So uh he wrestled for
0: Cleveland to, State. Where did he wrestle at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um yeah, he asked me to uh come back and, you know, coach him because there's still some, you know, issue with the head coach at the moment. It's just gotten a little bit, you know, kids get all emotional late in season. So, he just uh, – he gave me a call, and I went back and, you know, coach, you know, helped out with the head coach. And uh, and we had, like, a really good district. Like, we got four kids out. Corey Sharpley won the district. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Corey won it. Josh lost to Kevin Burroughs in the finals. His brother pulled uh, upset over uh, a boy from Walsh. Stata and then Victor. Uh, to Victor? To, yeah, yeah. Yep, he coached to me at Yeah, Victor. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, and uh, Final Durden made it out of two fifteen. Like, got a takedown late and overtime to go. To st- we got four kids out, and then the A, the assistant AD was there. was like, well, what are you doing next year? And I said, well, I'm gonna be back in school. He's like, well, you wanna you wanna coach? And he's like, you, you have a job right now. <laughs> you know, and I just I've been I've been stuck at Shaker. <laughs> I've been at the Shaker ever since so so
0: so did you know before that like when did you have any thoughts of coaching or
1: not really because i was still training i was still you know going to opens and trying to make uh you know greco teams and you know because i started making some strides in greco getting getting closer and closer to getting on the ladder and then in 97 97, 98, 98 i finally broke through and and uh qualified for the trials and uh you know Took uh, seventh at the U.S. Open, and then, was, you know, so I was training and working, mm-hmm. and you know, just so it was it was kind of easy being a wrestling coach while I was still, you know, training.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. That's that's cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, yeah. S- some people know this, but I guess share share with us. So, you came out of the Northeast, you know, stacked yeah. Northeast district, right? Never made the yeah. state, but you go on Never to wrestle to for go on to wrestle for Ohio State. I mean, that's yeah. That's something
1: yeah. man. That's something. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? That's every how you know, Kenny Howard's dream, right?
1: Yeah, I was um I was the last I had to try out pretty much. So okay. Yeah, so so what it was was I was the last you know Russ had told me he's like you're the last guy I'm going to make kind of have to go through that again because if someone wants to wrestle the wrestling most most of those people college wrestling's too hard just to kind of be on the team. Right. So those people, if they're sore, if they're serious, they're not – if they're not serious and not talented enough, they, they normally get weeded out. People just aren't on the team just to be on the team. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you, you know I had to uh, – I, you know, wrestled at the Ohio Open, <laughs> which uh, was like the toughest preseason tournament. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just pretty much I was going to be judged on that. And I actually was like two matches away from placing. I don't know how the heck I had just got on this run. And only – Two other freshmen did better than me. Like I lost to Jay Michael in a match and we went like four two while Jim Jordan was coaching him and Dave Range was coaching me and then I was like I had him on the ropes and then uh and then I lost and then Charlie me and Charlie Beck got eliminated the same round I think. And then uh and I think we all wound up getting eliminated around the same round. Maybe Charlie Beck was one other round further. And I lost to Pat Birdies from Menor, Ohio slash Maya of Ohio when he was in college dude. <laughs> You know, yeah, that was my final match, and actually wrestled pretty well against him too, which was kind of crazy. So, so now as a coach, you know, looking
0: back, you know, never made the state tournament. You know, what do you say to a, you know, if, if what would you say to yourself back in those, those shoes? You know, but sitting at the district tournament, not making the state tournament. Now as a coach, what would you say to yourself back then if you if you had the chance?
1: Now I see the extra training and how serious people are. Like I wanted to do all the work. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have access to the right situations. I mean we would we would go up to Soul and open mats on Wednesday. Oh yeah, we'd, those we'd, are some big groups yeah. but we would have these great groups. But those guys were so so far ahead of me just on their experience. I mean we would have these groups like there was one I mean there was one time like senior year. There was this group where it was Dan Carselli, Steve St. John Kevin, uh, uh, Vaughn from Ignatius, oh, yeah. myself, Pete Nathanson, like, Lenny Shork. Like, we had these groups that were just crazy, and they'd just, just be – just over there like, all right, let's just go. And let's then, go. Right. Know, every Wednesday, right? Then you're back in the next Wednesday. Every kind of Wednesday, was Wednesday right? it was just like you had to be there. And, and I would do well with those situations, but it just – I don't know what happened in, you know, matches in high school. It just wasn't my time, the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
0: sewing so up a right when i got into coaching that's you know towards the end of coach
1: giovanni's you know era there actually is corey yeah, sharply yeah. still
0: coaching there is he i know he was coaching up there uh
1: his kids are there okay. i don't know i think he's helping out with the middle school okay um so uh but yeah but if you know but master if i told myself anything else i would have um uh, i don't i i might have i really wish i learned more about the weight room i, I wish i didn't cut as much weight as i did like, I, I kind of had – I was so little up until my junior year in high school, I finally got taller.
0: Okay.
1: So I always thought I was going to be, like, a lightweight. So I was always kind of in this cutting weight mode and Instead things. Instead of the weight and, room and mode. And I, right. Yeah, and I probably should have learned a little bit about, you know, just, just got a little bit more – I mean, I wanted to work, but I just didn't do it. I, I was always thinking about, all right, well, I wrestled 19. I'm going to try and go 19 again next year. You know, as opposed to just right. being like, why don't, you lift, why don't you lift and just be a 130-pound like I, Right. Getting close to six foot. I was trying to cut the nineteen. Jeez.
0: Right, <laughs> you, know. uh, you start growing. It, it cutting weight and growing they don't mix. So yeah,
1: yeah, I was, I was, I was a weight cutter. I've been a weight cutter for a long time. Yeah. So um, obviously, I'm from
0: Sandusky, and you know, we, yeah, you had some awesome yes. experience, I'm sure, with with Kevin Random in there. Do you have any stories for us of the monster? Well. If you, oh, share, news, if you had one to share, if you had one to share, you know, I, okay, I've heard like, stories. Uh, so, so me growing up, you know, that's right when I started getting to wrestling, was watching those. Yeah, know, Ohio State. I didn't get to watch him wrestle, you know, at the state tournament. I wasn't there, but yeah. I remember seeing those Ohio State highlight, you know, VHS tapes. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah like, right. Right. Oh, <laughs> it's up. You know, every kid wanted wanted a copy of that, right? Um, yeah. But so,
1: you know. Um, you know, I hear stories, um,
0: of, you know, Kevin, but but go ahead. You know, I'm just yeah.
1: I'll you know, I, give I, you. I mean, one day I'll give you the most. The most, like, okay, he he did so many things athletically that were just so amazing, but he was just the hardest worker I knew too. Like, he just you you. So everyone just always says, oh he was just a great athlete and I'm just like we've seen and you've seen Mm -hmm. plenty of great athletes that haven't come close to do what he does or Mm -hmm. what someone like Jordan Burroughs does or someone like Spencer Lee does like we've seen great athletes right right so so that used to always be like no you guys don't get it just being like that's like so one time the uh we're at uh I don't know if I told this story to Zeb or, or or not but what I but I remember the uh there's two times, like there's three super athletic moves that I saw him do. Um, one was that we were at the we were at the the uh, national duels and we're wrestling uh, Iowa at the time, okay. and then uh, so he's wrestling Bart Chelsvig, and Bart Chelsvig hits him, and it's on a highlight video. So I wish I could find him and get this to you, but okay. he if Bart Chelsvig hits, we'll and I will, dude. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. He hit, he hit, Bart Chelswick hit him with an ankle pick, like a knee, like a knee-tap, bam, hit. But he had Randleman on his butt, Co- like <laughs> sitting on his butt, and then Randleman popped the elbow, hit a duck under, mind you, he's sitting on his butt. And then grabbed Chelswick, did a squat off his butt, and had Chelswick in the air and put him to his back. And I said, it means it's impossible. When I try and explain the move, right, mm-hmm. I always try and explain it on like a six-year-old because I can't do it with like a, a kid who weighs 50 pounds. He did this on a guy who probably weighed 190 at the time because it was the weight class 77, but everyone was cutting much weight. Everyone weighed 190 the next day, you know, what is 90, 95, rather than my weight, 200 at some point <laughs> the next day. And I, I was just like, that is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. And you could tell and then at the Big Tens, it happened again. But he just did it to get out of defense and you saw Gable look over and then he was like, "And then G- like, I know Dan Gable had a lot of respect for Kevin Randall because they trained and they fought and they went after him and he could not answer the random <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and code. And I know he had respect for him. I know he just would be like, man, this is who, just freaking tough but uh yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> like like i'm I gonna said, find that get, i'm gonna find it
0: yes yeah i love that you know man he's something you know if, if you describe that and he asked who can do it, 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 it he'd be the one right he I mean he's yeah uh, superhuman yeah, yeah. man superhuman i know yeah. uh you know come from the yeah. same town you know wrestled with all the sandusky guys growing up obviously he was for me but they yeah, uh, yeah. They, they go they they had some deep tradition with coach Kyle Julio, um, you know, all those guys, you know, back in the day at Sandusky and, um, but it's awesome. He, um, you know, he was something else. Um, any, any other stories from Ohio State, you know? Back Not, well, oh, well,
1: okay. Well, no. I, I must tell you this, this is the most athletic thing I've seen him do. Okay. Go but ahead. it was, uh, we were coming out of a bar, we were coming out of the bars, you know, at, at, at night. And then there was uh, Kevin, like we go around the block and the house used to I mean, this story, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna tell it. Okay, right. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so we're at, uh, we're leaving out of the bars. We go around the block, rather than, and then uh, there was like this gymnast who lived on the side that he, he used to say hello to every once in a while. And then some reason they got into our some reason but right there the cops always had a paddy wagon right on the side of like chitting twelfth or you know, whatever the street was, eleventh or whatever. And then these cops see him and then they like, oh, they're going to be like, Hey, you know, come here and they try and, you know, they try and grab him, you know, they want to grab, grab his wrist and he's like He's like, y- y'all know that don't hurt. And I was like, no. oh, we just hear you know what I'm saying. He's like, oh, that don't hurt. And they try to, you know, they try to wrench his arm a little bit. He's like, that don't hurt. We're sitting there like, damn, come on, character. <laughs> and then they get him cuffed. They get him cuffed. Oh. And if you know paddy wagons, they have, like, like I know, I, don't, I haven't gotten a but they're like, they're like a, they just have, it's like metal benches in there, right? Mm-hmm. It was just all these metal, it was like just metal in this back thing lit up. So there was this metal bench at the end and you could tell, these, you know, the cops got a little pissed. So they tried to grab, they grabbed him by, the, by his back and the back of his neck and they tried to throw him in for his head to hit oh, the metal bench. But the most athletic I've ever seen in my life was, I don't know how he planted his foot, turned and spun, landed with his hands tucked behind his back, and just looked at the cops, had this look on his the cops. They were like, uh, we were like, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then they sprayed him with mace and they took him away. Oh, <laughs> but, you know, it's crazy, the next day he showed up at me and Eric Smith's house, like, oh, what's up, y'all? We're like, what? Wait, what? Like, we are trying to like he knew some boy somehow he was out there and I don't know what it was I just remember the next day we we're trying to figure out we woke up like I'm gonna get random and i did." Mm-hmm. and then he just shows up at a place like oh what's up y'all like he, oh <laughs> he
0: he was everybody's friend too right? I mean he was yeah yeah you yeah. talked to him right I mean he was he, genuine you he, he was talking to you right he had,
1: yeah um, yeah the the I met him a couple times, but I met him as a junior. For some random reason, I was sitting in his chair at the state tournament the year he was a senior in high school. I was a sophomore. Sorry. And then I just remember seeing this dude roll up on me. Like, he's like, oh. And I was like, and I knew it. He was like, I was like, oh, this your seat. He's like, no, you cool. And I just remember being like, what I thought who he was, like, you know, just it was just like, oh, just go on. Let's just go ahead. And then, um, but then the next time I officially met him, I was trying out for the wrestling team in the week. I go into this poli-sci poly class, like 200. And I should have been taking poli-sci 200 as an incoming freshman, but I don't know who I, you know, I thought I was going <laughs> <Right>. to... Do. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Uh, taking AP government and shaker, I got arrogant, like, oh, I got this. Yeah, yeah. But was <laughs> yeah. in that class, you know, and he's a junior, so I'm like, he shows up late, and then I remember like, oh, okay. And then... Uh, so Afterward, I go up and talk to him. I said, Hey, Kevin, um, hey, I know he said, you Kevin Randleman, man. you met, he's like, I said, Yeah, I said, Man, I said, I saw you on the national championship with, with, with uh, when Ryan with uh, uh, Mark Reed, Mark Reeland caught him and pinned him in the national finals as a, as a freshman. And I, and I said, Man, I don't know. I kind of after I saw, it, I kind of wanted to come down to see it, and I just remember saying that. Sh- he said, "Look at me," but like, that shit ain't gonna happen again. And I was like, "All right." <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then I said, "Well, I'm trying." to, And I was like, "Yeah, my name." He's like, "I know who you are." I was like, "What do you mean? You know?" He's like, "He's like, man, you beat my cousin from Sandusky in the, in the Brexfield semifinals my my junior year." Now, who's, that? His, who's that? Who's uh, that? I forget. What I gotta think of his name. Uh, I. I, I looked big through my old. My, I, I wound up losing in the finals, but I, just, okay. I, but but I beat his cousin, in the semi, who wound up being like fifth in the state that year or something. Like he, and then, um, yeah, and he's like, yeah, so you beat my cousin, and I was like, oh. you know, you uh, he, he, <laughs> he was, was trying was to make the big team at Iowa State. He's you know pretty yeah, yeah. he, about winning and national medals
0: and upset yeah, about yeah. and then you're like, He knows me.
1: Yeah. So then he uh yeah, and he um he said, Well then come on uh he's like Are you trying to get on t-? I was like, Yeah, you know, I've been calling coach now and he's like but well, first you gotta go run the stadium. It, like run the stadiums there. I said, Well I do every morning I go run the stadium. Because Ohio State used to be open. Like you mm-hmm. used to be able to just go in there. So every morning I would go there and, like I would get on my, my bike and get over there and I would start at eight o'clock and I remember I would always end between eight oh eight and eight ten running the, the lower bowl. And he said, How fast you do? I said like eight, nine minutes. He's like, No, you don't. I was like, Yeah, I was like, I look I start at eight every morning and then by the time I'm done it's like 808, 809, you know, on the clock. Mm-hmm. And he's like he's like only he's like only uh, Dan Richie is the only one that can do like, You fashion Dan Richie. There was, like gazelle on the team. <laughs> and then I was like he's like Come come with me. So he takes me over to Saint John's Arena. Like, he's like, Come with me and I'm like, all right, where are we going? I'm in my first day of school clothes. And he's like, we're about to go work out. I was like, what do you mean? We're about to go work <laughs> He's like, let's go. So it takes me to go work out. We go over to St. John, And then, uh, and once again, we're going in there. He knows everybody. And that's not yeah. even where they train, but just somehow he's just like, well, there's a place to work out. I can go there. Like, you know, because that wasn't our workout facility, but he just mm-hmm. said, let's go over to St. John, And we go over and he puts me on the oob. I don't know if you remember the Ubi thing. It's like the arm bike okay yeah it was that was on
0: those videos too right him cranking yeah him oh my yeah, goodness the hardest yeah
1: the hardest workout yeah. uh, the, the hardest thing and he puts me through this 10 minute workout and I'm wearing like dress clothes <laughs> and, and it's like and every time he's like if you stop you're starting over and all the, like he just put me through the whole like I'm trying to be national champ workout this is what I do here's what you do and then just remember at the end he's at the end of it I was exhausted and he's just like all right, I'm going to go talk to Russell. And he just left. And I just didn't see him. I'm sweating. and I didn't know how to get out of St. John's. It was so random. And then he, and then I think he dropped that class. I didn't see him the next day. Like it was, so, I was just like, what is, like, what That's is and now? It's, yeah. And it's not, it's not like now, like where you can just look at, tweet him or Facebook right. or whatever. It's just like, I didn't have his number. I was just like, all right. <laughs> like, so then, yeah. So then I, just, you know, I was just getting, uh, people in the dorm anyone that ever wrestled or anything like I just would sneak into the wrestling room and work out and just whatever and just got on the team man. <laughs> so yeah
0: so so you made the team and I know yeah. you discussed this with Zed uh, you know, yeah. a couple months back but you, in one year I, I've never heard this you went from 134 to 190 yes.
1: right yes, how, how's yeah. that how does yeah. that work <laughs> um <laughs> once again i had i had little man i had I used to think like a lightweight all the time mm-hmm. you know it was like my i got sick my sophomore year like i had this console issue so i had to kind of saw redshirt because my first mm-hmm. year i went and you know, i i got on the team in january and then our 26 pounder sucked so i cut to 26 a couple times and made it it was crazy like it just that's crazy. That's what back
0: when they cut, right? Before. Oh, like, my like, God. Like, I'm talking right? about.
1: Yeah. Yes, I'm talking yeah. about plastics yeah. and sweat in the, the sauna, in yeah. a bike, like, and everyone's doing it. Like, mm-hmm. you know. It was, you had to do
0: it. You had to do it to get yeah. the right weight. Oh, yeah.
1: Right? Yo, yeah, you're, yeah. So, I mean, that's what you look at. Those dudes were freaking huge. Like, it like, like. It was 24 you know, hour weigh-ins
0: too, right? People
1: forget yeah, that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, the only time is if they didn't agree, it still was a five hour weigh. Like oh, so, so people
0: would, yeah. Get rehydrated. Yeah, the
1: only and... yeah, the only time that happened was one time we wrestled Clarin, and the Clarin coach knew we cut a lot, so he 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 tried to have a five hour. He was the only one that ever did it during our college. Like, but
0: still five hours, right? I mean, but I guess if you're used yeah. to twenty four, right? You're
1: yeah. If you use yeah, the twenty four, you putting together, you know, you, you got your Bob Evans plan and your breakfast <laughs> plan. Like, if they get the fifteen back off, uh-huh. some dudes get twenty back off. Crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so um yeah, so how the thirty four happened was I still was in that mode, i mean, I wanted to get in the lineup because yet moved up to forty two and then uh and thirty four there was no real uh no one was really at thirty four because Don DeSabato wasn't going to make that cut yet or he didn't really want to do it or like he was thinking about twenty but just whatever happened was that was the opening gotcha. thirty four was an opening so where would you cut uh, from uh, uh 65 okay 60 and 65 yes, and you know but but be. I was I was six-one, yeah. and I only had you know and then like I was you're fat lead. you know yeah yeah, right. yeah 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 we had this guy Aaron Shetter on a teenager cut from like 80 to 42 but he used to show up really fat oh, Aaron geez. Shetter might not want to hear that but He <laughs> show up like he he had the weight on him like yeah, <laughs> yeah, he could do like, it right no I yeah, get,
0: I, can, I, get I get what you're saying no we all know
1: those you guys know. that right Uh, they show up a little child and they're like right, I'll be down there I'll get it off so uh, yeah and then um, you know I wrestled Dan Garcelli at the Cleveland State Duel and it just I don't I I still don't remember that 24 hour period of my life it was crazy like how much weight I caused and not like it was I remember part of the match I have such a good memory about things that is one day I just don't remember almost like Mm -hmm. it was crazy like that way and, and it was and then and then then I wrestled at 142 at the Ohio Open. And then uh, I didn't wrestle 50 that year, but I did wrestle 50 the following year at a duel. And then uh, we go on this road trip, and Mitch Clark was our 67-pounder, but he was about – he became ineligible. like So that was our last trip with him. And then so Russell's like kinda of moving people around. He just wanted to get people matches, things like that. And then he got me a match at one fifty eight. So I wrestled one fifty eight against Cal like one of Cal Fullerton. I always remember Cal Fullerton. And uh and then when when I came back, Mitch after that because uh, that was a winter break trip or whatever. Okay. And then and then we get back around like right before Christmas and then when then when we come back after the new year, Mitchell's was so 67 was open. So then I just wrestled 67. It was just kind of, I just kind of weigh in at like 64, 67. Like I finally eventually be, like weighed 167, mm-hmm. like whatever, but it was, you know, cause I was lifting and eating and whatever. So I finally was done cutting weight like that. Gotcha. And then uh, lost a the wrestle-off and then... <laughs>
0: And we, up uh, again,
1: huh? Yeah, so so then I wrestled ninety twice. It was we uh, after I lost the wrestle off of sixty seven, I uh, our 190 pound, everyone moved down. So like Nutter moved down to uh, Nutter moved down to 77, Odita moved down to sixty seven and then ninety was open and then Rick Berlinski was our heavyweight and he was thinking about cutting the ninety. So it always kinda of stayed open. And then uh, but we had a duel where we were at Michigan State. And then, uh, and I was like the number three guy in the country. And uh, it was me and Bill, this guy named Bill Schindler, who was more of a 77-90 pounder, but was terrified of this 90 pounder from Michigan State because they wrestled at Jersey. It, he knew him from New Jersey; he was like a two-time okay. state champ. I, I forget get his name. But and then I, I remember Bill just like disappeared when Russell's like, one of you two guys. If neither of you guys get pinned, you know, we'll win this duel. And then I just. I said, that's it, I'll, I'll do it, but, and, but I wound up, like, taking a shot and trying to score and stuff, and right. it was the craziest match, and, the, you know, a guy wound up pinning me, but then, uh, I always remember Eric Smith came up to me afterwards and said, Will, why'd you try to shoot on me? You should have tried, I'm like, dude, <laughs> you right. me, are you kidding me, man, you kidding me? The inevitable was happening, bro, uh-huh. so, yeah, and then the same thing happened in Big Ten, but. Opportunity opened up, and I uh, wrestled the Big Ten at <laughs> 190, and wound up taking eighth place. Won uh, a match from, from <laughs> yeah. walk on to all the way up to one, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifty-five
0: yeah. pounds later, and you know, not not counting the guys cutting down to 98, that's that's pretty
1: impressive. Yeah, I weighed 167.1 at the Big uh, Ten. Uh, I had to weigh 167.1, and then the next day I had to weigh 168.1. But I, I, after I weighed in the first day that, you know, I'm drinking water in that Iowa room. It's mm-hmm. hot as balls, you know, right, and I'm right. just drinking a gallon of water, sweating it out, drinking a gallon, right. like checking my weight, drinking. Yeah. Just. But then the next day <laughs> I'm coming down with the 90 pounders after day one. So I, you know, this, I never left this late at it because I'm with the nineties and heavyweights for the last guy and Tom Brands and Gabe were running the winds and they're like, uh, night, you know, night 190 Ohio State, you know, and I remember telling Russ, I said, Russ, I'm not going to make weight, like, I'm not going to make 60.8, I mean, so you got to come down with me, man, I I don't know, I said, I'm not going to make weight, (laughs) and he's like, and he comes down with me, and and then when I get on the scale, I weighed 160, I just remember walking off, I remember getting off, Gable, Tom Brands, and Russ had a conversation, and I'm still in the tournament the next day. Nice. So, like, uh, <laughs> whatever Russ did, you know, it, right? I don't know. I don't, yeah. you know, the, you know, so I don't That's think anyone's cool. gonna get in trouble for that. I don't
0: think. Right. <laughs> so, so you talk about yeah. Russ. Any, you have any stories, or you know, as a coach now, anything you took away f- you know, from that experience with him?
1: What I do is, I um, what I see technically, there's so there's things that that he did so basic that or technically that I hold on to, I take a piece of everything that I learned from everybody
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so and that's what I would always encourage other coaches to do always just you know stay like learn from everybody um and don't and be able to be humble enough to be able to do that like so what I used to like there's you know techniques that that he, the way he would train random and different than Rex Holman, okay? He he knew they're two different athletes. Right. They're two different type of athletes. I'm not going to fit them both into this situation, uh, into what I need them to do. And he was good at kind of seeing, okay, this is you, This is kind of something that you can do that, that you can work on to be better. This, and that's what I take pride in, is seeing a kid or seeing someone and being like, Hey, try this because because I I call myself a wrestling historian so I, I and I think it's important for people to really appreciate that because when you if you can look at history and how people wrestle you'll you'll come upon another situation that fits that fits something new right. that you that you're trying been to figure out thousands of
0: years right so it's, yeah
1: yeah so yeah so it so I see you know. I haven't coached a random man yet, but <laughs> I'm hoping to one that. But, you know, there's things – but, yeah, but, but you see things, like, that, you know, that you can take from everybody. So how, how I got hip to Burnett. Um, right. We were always kind of, you know, friends on the outskirts, but he comes up to me at districts one day and said, because I coached Logan Steve I kind of showed him Greco in two weeks. Oh, wow. And then he wins the national championship. No, no, it was less than that. It was like that training week. And then I worked with him each day, hand fucking, and then just kind of train, train, train. Me and Harry Lester had him going. And then all of a sudden, you know, he goes on this run and wins national, you know, in Greco. Mm-hmm. And it's it is crazy. And then that following year, I go out that spring, he goes out to Vegas and wins. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the spring before that, he won that. Now, since you. W. whatever the uh, junior world it was junior world thing he won that and he beat that Minnesota freshman he like he beat a bunch of studs to win that and then uh and uh funny note David Taylor was weighing the same amount but only went to the Western Regional I, you oh, know wow. I always really? wonder why but, <laughs> but I was just, uh, Logan wrestled <laughs> 21 Taylor wrestled 19 at their Western Regional and uh I don't know. That would have been that would have been fun if they wrestled both in that in that uh turning, But <laughs> yeah, but anyway. <laughs> so um and, and just and then Burnett comes up to me the following year at districts and says, Will Logan's gonna go to the US open and wants you to help and I was like, What? Like this is just so random. He's like I put together a schedule and you know, he put together a calendar. You've been around Burnett, he comes up with some paper and he's like, Hey man, here's like a calendar of the workouts and you know, going out to the, to the original barn in LaGrange and then going out to, the, it was the beginning of Mylan. Right. And it just would be, and it was crazy what I would, how, like, learn, learn from him what he did with athletes. But also, I think he appreciated what, what I brought, a different perspective on things. And uh, I learned a lot working with him and working with the Stevers and learning those old those, uh, Monroeville kids. And and what Bernie was doing with a lot of that early BTW oh, stuff, yeah. and uh, kind of being open and just opening your room up and just being like, and not, it, it didn't seem he 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 Bernie didn't have, doesn't have an ego like that. No, you know? not at all. room, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And it and it's crazy. So it's like so it it was someone with that much success showing respect to me. And and then also like the Stevers, they didn't need me, you know. Like I, I don't know. I don't know what influence I have. But well, they trusted them,
0: Eric, right? They trusted Eric. Yeah, they trusted Eric,
1: and they said he Eric said, you know, obviously trusted. Cause I it, yeah, yeah, because I wrestled the U.S. Open. I've been through mm-hmm. that journey, going, you know, and and being around the whole process, and you know, so it was so it was good. It was, uh, but but I learned from everybody, and and like like when. I got to know Lou Roselli after that because they were recruiting, you know, when they started recruiting him when they started recruiting Logan, then I just, I was able to pick Lou Roselli's brain. And then (laughs) he gave me a piece of information that was great that I, that I love, that I love when he was telling me that, you know, me and, when me and Burnett, we had Logan in the U.S. Open finals after, you know, like, like when he, when he won that match, and then he had Escobedo on the ropes at the U.S. Open finals, man. I think I jaced us because I looked at Bernie at some point. I said, "Bernie, is this kid going to be a freaking U.S. overjet?" Like I just remember being like, was that, "That was me a and Bernie cool. were both looking at." Yeah, we were both looking at each other like, "Like this is crazy, bro!" Like mm-hmm. we were just like, "This is crazy." But then Logan, you know, then he, he loses the Escudero. Then I just remember seeing, and I could tell this was the last time either of us are really going to coach him because he was on the way to college and he starts this mm-hmm. there. And then Lou comes up and says, "Will, there's, you know, there's." You know, you guys took him as far as you could take. Them. You know, like it was, you know, it got to point me. I'm wrestling him. Scotty's wrestling him because he was dismantling. Like, he was just beating every kid that came in the room. There was not a high school kid that we could throw at him.
0: Like the only time look. was like,
1: yeah, only like Souza would have to sh- Sol- would have to show up because he weighs 160. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like we couldn't get him a real look. And then you know, the brother's tired of wrestling. <laughs> there's. <laughs> You know, like every kid we brought in there, just we got to the point where no one wanted to come work out. Like those high school kids because Logan's as nice and whatever he looks like, you think he's a freaking hammer in practice, like oh, a yeah. hammer. Oh yeah. So it's like he ain't playing. So dudes don't want to go through that. Like he did, like so, and we so it'd be me and Scotty and Eric wrestling him in practice. So I mean, we took him as far as we could take him. Right. And uh, and then Lou also brought up a thing about. And that and those rooms,
0: out. those rooms were no joke either. You know those rooms out there, unbelievable,
1: I mean, no joke, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Ian Miller, mm-hmm. Ian Miller in there, like, like yeah, it just be crazy the people in there. <laughs> and then J- uh, Jamie Clark, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Oh the look. Oh, this is when I knew Logan was a freaking killer. <laughs> like we're at when we're, we're we're getting him ready. We're, I'm showing Greco like I'm kind of him and but he only wrestled Jamie. Clark, it's, It was weird, like they were always drilling, always working and he would, he would be whooping Jamie Clark every, like so badly and Jamie would be on tears, crying on the end and Logan just be boom, just whatever, you and, know, Jamie's normal person, tough as ne- and Jamie right? was a freaking hammer, but I didn't know how good Jamie was when I was watching these workouts, I'm like, who's this Jamie, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I hear about this ass kid Jamie Clark, but mm-hmm. Logan's giving it to this dude yeah. all day, every day. And then and then, and then, Jay, and then, uh, he wrestled. Then I had Logan up against this one kid from Columbus who was a really – he wanted to wrestle out of Ohio State. I figure, I'll, I'll think of his name a little bit. And then we did one of those singlet matches, and then Logan uh, beat him in this match. And I said, oh, this kid might be ready. And then we go on a run that year. Jamie Clark went on a run in Greco all the way to, like, the round of placing, but then this dude did a legal move and popped his shoulder out. Oh. He would have wrestled, uh, he wrestled uh, Ryan Mango mm-hmm. the next round. Wow. But he would have been an All-American. Logan went on and won it. Uh, Scales, Orlando Scales was in the final. Uh, Hiles was the champ. And then uh, uh, a uh, dude from Sainz. Um you know, the guy with the the, the one eye. But uh, no. he was, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but he was an All-American. Like, we had, like, this running. If Clark didn't get hurt, we would have won the national championship. Wow. Because I'll kind of Illinois, leader, yeah, because Jamie was going to be A. Even if he, he could have finished that match, he would have been an All-American. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
1: So he, and if he didn't get hurt, he would have been top three. The way he was going, man, he was just. He was saying Ed J he didn't yeah. do he wasn't doing greco, but he was saying as he would be losing the first period every time. Second period battle, and then the third period had dudes exhausted from that. Uh-huh. Just crazy. It was crazy. he could just get 10 0 in the first period. Like ah, all right The <laughs> second be kinda of close. And then the third period dudes would be exhausted. And Jenny would just Take you it too. That's awesome. Take it to and this one dude, the same thing happened, and the third the dude freaked out and Jamie had an underhook, and he did the crank in and popped his shoulder up. Man, it was—I've never been so mad at a kid in my life. Like watching that kid do that, I was so yeah. disappointed. But anyway, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, so how'd you but, get? Yeah,
0: how'd you get started in Greco? Then, what's your background? How'd you get in that? I like um,
1: it, I taught myself Greco. Wow, this <laughs> before YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I remember my my. My high school coach handed me a pamphlet after my senior year. He's like, I know you want to still do some wrestling, try and make the junior national team. And it was a one-day trial in Toledo back in the day. And I remember my dad got me and my buddy Poo up. Everyone has a friend named Pooh, but my buddy Pooh, <laughs> wrestled. <laughs> me and him were just training. And my buddy and Pete Nathanson, was a state champ, he was, uh, he was, uh, well, he was, he got eliminated as junior, but state champ a senior. He was a year younger than me. He knew a little bit about because he wrestled for Longwood. and He grew up wrestling with Alan Free, you know, like all mm-hmm. those studs and like that old mm-hmm. great youth program. And then um, he showed me a couple things. I just knew you had to just try and throw people underhook, throw people. I knew a good arm spin from free, you know, learning freestyle. And uh, so I had a good, and I had a great suplex. Like I would always try, even in freestyle, I worked on a good on a dummy. Like I always just do it through. And then I just remember the first. Turner I went to, like, there was this kid who, who uh, made the team before, he had his Ohio singlet on, had the bad Greco stance, and I just remember just grabbing him and suplexing him. Oh, <laughs> and just yeah. From that point, point. Like, I was hooked, right? hooked. I was, uh, and I was just winning matches, and there was this guy, uh, I think he's from your area, his name is uh, Joshua Deer, Deer, the state champ. Uh, where is he from? He was like an 89-pound state champ in 91. So just, okay. but he was, this dude was killing people, too. So right. so it just seemed like his match was before mine. Mine was up here. So it just seemed like, and me and him were just throwing people, right? right. So I just remember kids, like, kind of following us, like, all right, when are y'all two wrestling? He just right. got to the point where, like, y'all, when are y'all wrestling? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, my dad knew nothing about it. He just got, we just got up early and drove us, and he just, I in the stands, walked around a couple a of matches. It's like, I was just, and then I just started kind of learning. Brian Church was our coach. I learned a little bit at camp. Uh, Sean Contos, I would drill with him. He was on that national team. And Nick Nutter, I was drilling with Nick Nutter, who knew it. So then I just would learn. I learned within there. Went one and two at, at nationals. And then, um, and then the next year, when I got on Ohio State's team, we had an assistant coach named like Mark Black, who wrestled Greco. So I just would kind of do some hand like he showed me a couple things, but it just was it was just a year with him, and then it was just kind of on my own, me and Nick Nutter doing it on our own, like whatever. Cool, it was cool, kind of crazy, yeah. Um, something I've
0: been asking people: if you could change change one rule to wrestling, what would it be? It can be folkstyle, freestyle, Greco. What you know, if you could change one rule? What would it be?
1: Uh, let's take away the Stalling call and add, make it a push out.
0: Make it a push out. All
1: right. Yeah. So if you let's let's take the ref arbitrary ref call that affects too many kids, latent matches or whatever, you know. Right. No, it's, I yeah. I've been I, I agree with like the, the, the refs we're changing rules,
0: we're trying to make the sport better, but it's, it's uh making too many gray areas for
1: refs impact
0: matches. Yeah, I think.
1: it's already hard enough for them and yeah, we, it's we not an easy keep, job. We, yeah. yeah, we keep adding rules. As opposed to and making it harder for them, we need to make it less rules, kind of like freestyle, is just interpretation of your two, is it a two four or, five, or two four or defensive throw through? I mean, other than that, mm-hmm. the calls are the calls. Right.
0: Well, so three officials, like, right? So it's a little, you know.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, you can say, yeah, this guy first, you're on the clock. But at the end of the day, that evens up. Like, that's mm-hmm. just the protocol. Of- Okay. But yeah, it would be the, it would be the, uh oh, and also, I, I'm sorry, I got to, we got to take away the full Nelson call, like just make it potentially dangerous. What, like no one knows how to use full Nelson, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not. <laughs> like,
0: no, one's using a point it. Because, no one's trying to do it yeah. on purpose, right? It's usually your when, yeah
1: when yeah when a do is hat and they, off, and they switch off, and some kid on JV hits right, it's like, a beginner kid. It.
0: So then they're losing,
1: you know. You, yeah, and the coach it just it cut
0: them, cut them, right? So they're never learning. Yeah,
1: all a potentially dangerous, call a potentially dangerous, to keep it moving, man.
0: Yeah, that's I never heard that one. That 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 makes sense because yeah, no one's using it for a you know, no no legal like, move. No
1: no, right? yeah. Yeah, it's legal in Greco. No one knows how to use it in Greco. Like, yeah, it's, you can't do anything with it other than, you know, you hurt some really shoulder, right? Yeah, I mean, the power half, the three, you know, the power half is way more, <laughs> that's, that's way more brutal. Yeah. You know, a guy has a leg in, it's probably like a Palmer power half, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, oh, man. Don't talk get, that up. Yeah,
0: no. Um, who's made the biggest impact on your coaching? Uh, if you had to name one person,
1: um, wow! It once again, like I take it, it goes, it ebbs and flows, but um, you know, like I'm gonna tell you, Hank Hornblum did a lot for me. He owns the uh, Mister Brisket, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and uh, oh no, he's all he's active on social media. Uh-huh. And he, uh, the first time, like my head coach Semac, like Dave Semak, he was a great coach, but he. He was limited. He had a style. He he had things like, okay, this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing. And the first time I kind of looked outside the box was when uh, Hornblet would, he grabbed me and said, Will, you need to try this. You know, like, you know, and I just didn't think about it. And then these things, he would just kind of grab me and say, You need to try this. And it worked for me because I was tall, skinny. Like, he would mm-hmm. show me that stuff as opposed to, you know, there was things that, that I learned that weren't working for him, but he showed me some leverage moves, you know, like he showed me leverage moves that I should try. And then just, and I started thinking way different. So I, and from that point, I will always think different when I look at people strategizing. And then when I came back, he was the head coach at the time. So then I coached with him and then we, you know, I learned just just managing a team and, and trying to uh, prepare kids. And, and, and it was, you Know just knowing he, he always would say, like, whatever the best people are doing, just go do that. Even if you, if you don't know anything as a coach, right? If you don't know anything as a coach, find out what the best people are doing and copy that,
0: right. Yeah, no, it's and, funny. And you, you know, when, from there. when Logan Russell and you know, a lot of people were trying to you know mimic that, and not you know, it's it's oh, yeah. funny now, yeah, when, you just it's kind yeah. of what kind of funny how that works sometimes you know whatever you know the top level guys are doing it kind of gets hot you know at the lower levels it's kind of funny how that works sometimes
1: but but when I started the last couple years when I had success I mimicked what I participated Bernie was doing the best stuff 10 years Mm -hmm. ago like Mm -hmm. he was doing crazy stuff 10 years ago um and I said okay I'm gonna start bringing my kids over here start doing some things and then that's where that's where fruit Farouk and Muhammad and, and, and Najee Lockett and, mm-hmm. and you know and Jackie Frazier, they started to emerge like, Wow, these kids are special. Mm-hmm. And um, so so with uh so I, I mimicked what they what he did and, and you you see it, it, it's it's crazy. Like one time I take Najee over there when he was state runner up as like, you know, eight year old. And then uh Bernie calls me, he's like, Well, this is ten years ago, man. It was crazy, he's like, Well, I got these. I got these killers coming, man. I know Najee weighs like seventy five pounds. I got all these kids they are seventy five pounds. I got you know those kids from West Virginia. He's like West Virginia state champ. There was Ohio state champ, and he said and Spencer Lee's coming. Oh, you know, I remember. Like, see, I
0: remember Lee? seeing Spencer Lee up there. Everyone's like, yeah, right. He's like, he's and he like, was just like Logan, right? Kind of like Logan back right. there, and then. And I was him. like,
1: and he would just be telling me like Spencer yeah. Lee. I said, who's mm-hmm. Spencer Lee? Like, well, Will, if Logan when he was. A kid, I was like, okay, yeah. I didn't have perspective when people were telling about Spencer Lee. So we showed up, and Spencer was 12 at this time, and mm-hmm. Najee was eight. So, and in and this, and Spencer Lee showed up, they drove from PA, it was a Sunday morning, 10, so they drove from PA. This kid, mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy, and it was only like five kids, so Najee couldn't hide. It was mm-hmm. all these. 12-year-old killers, and then he was, he was just oh, getting just getting mopped, dude, just oh. getting mopped in this practice. It was brutal, and then I'm also trying to keep an eye on, you know, we're also doing a Logan workout. We had, you know, <laughs> I had about 10 older kids, and it was just only like right. 5 So There was only 15 of us, and it was just, everyone was a killer in this room, except Naja's. <laughs> so exactly. It was like, <laughs> so, and then at, and I remember Spencer, He had a broken hand, broken wrist or something. He still was at this workout. And it was like, and at the end, Naji didn't, so, let me, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, we're, so, so, so he's just, everyone's just killing that. And then at the very end, I just remember, you know, that uh, Bernie does this shot drill, where the part, you know, partner's holding the shoulders and his kid's shooting through it, shooting. And you're doing it a mile in mile that whole mat, right? right. You're not yeah. just mm-hmm. doing like a little, yeah. So you had to shoot. And then at that point, you saw Najee was so just broken at this point, and he was even messing that drill up. And then I just saw Spencerly finally like, took a deep breath and grabbed him and said, hey, look, said something to him, showed him how to do it right. And then Najee, and I was just like, okay, I said, because I've seen kids who were studs that are kind of dicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but whatever. That's like, probably what Najee needed
0: right there, right, just to hear, why. Wow, yeah, you know, and guy, it's like, yeah, he got hammered
1: the whole ride, But then at that time. Because everyone, moment, he everyone was knew somebody.
0: he was the man in that room, right? So if he's yep. picking him. And and then, then he, said, he hey, was the hey, one like, that kind of said, yeah.
1: come here. This is what showed him how to do the drill. And then Najee finished that practice. And then I just remember on the ride home, <laughs> I'm just, Najee's looking out the window like, like a kid who just, like, lost his puppy. Uh, Spike, <laughs> and it was like, we're trying to get Yes, that, but... oh my God. <laughs> you know, uh, and then Bernie calls me, man, like 20 minutes into our ride. This is an hour, you know, no matter what, it always takes an hour and five, hour and 10 minutes. I've never gotten there unless it's always an hour and 10 minutes. So we're 20 minutes into this ride home, and then, uh, and then <laughs> Bernie, Bernie calls like, man, My fault, Will, man. (laughs) I didn't know it was going to go that bad. And it was like, hey, it's all good. And I was like, and then I relayed the message to Najee. I said, hey, Najee. Coach Bernie says, man, you you know, those killers, don't worry about it. And then all Najee said was like, well, coach, all I'm going to do is just, I just want to get home, just going to work hard and get better. And I was like, I was like, wow, okay. You can't teach that. I, can work, I was like, I can work with this kid. I like, right, I can you can't – either you
0: have that or you don't, right? And it, you know,
1: and it's, yeah. coincidentally, last fall, we're well, going into his junior year when he transferred back to Shaker, you know, we're at Milan at a preseason workout, and he's looking good there. And, and then when we're driving home, I get a call from uh, – what's his face? Uh, Breedings, dad. breeding. yeah. yeah, yeah. Fred, I get Freddy. a call. he's yeah, like, Will, man. Yeah. yeah, he's like, Will, man. I got this Princeton coach, man. How's his grades, man? I'm going to have him call. So it like, ah. it like, it call. It was like, hey, like, coincidentally getting a phone call. like, hey, it's Like, that was his last time he worked out at Milan. The first time he worked out at Milan, we get a phone call. And the last time he worked out at Milan, like, wow. that one's about about Princeton calling. You know what I wow, mean? So it's crazy, like, yeah. you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, that's almost 10 years separated. Yeah, Freddie's a good so dude, dude,
0: man. Freddie,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: oh <laughs> uh, that's funny that's crazy no that's cool that's cool that uh the spencer lee part of it you know because you know yeah. 12 a 12 year old kid doesn't have to do that for a year old kid you know what i mean that just uh, no 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 that's no. pretty cool that's pretty cool
1: yeah it was it was, it was good so yeah, uh I, I saw who spencer lee was yeah
0: what a favorite wrestling social media foul who's uh who's someone you you like to follow? um
1: i i like following zeb yeah. But uh, that's a little too, you know, I'm not going to make it that easy for him.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I used to watch, at least I like following Ben Askren, but he gets a little goofy sometimes, so I had to, I had to take a break from Ben Askren. <laughs> but uh, just the basic ones, like I, I used to like following Jay Jaggers, but he doesn't put much stuff on there anymore. Like I used to really, he used to, used to put cool stuff on. He was on doing there. stuff in the spring a little bit, some Friday night stuff. Yeah. I remember that. Right. Yeah, so so it's uh you know, but I've been following like
0: like Kenny Monday is one of my idols,
1: so I like you know mm-hmm. uh, you know I I just kind of like staying up with like Kenny Monday and Kevin Jackson and just just basic USA wrestling stuff, but uh, yeah the the Kenny Monday stuff I, I like. Cool, cool. No, that, that's
0: awesome. Anything else you wanna wanna share? I know we've been talking for a minute yeah.
1: here. Was, oh, it's bit, all good, good stories, man. man. You I, you know, I, I, I mean, I love the sport. I love what it can bring to, you know, I know we're in a, in a time of, of, you know, a little bit of tension. And what I do love about the sport is that, you know, bringing, I, I just want to recommend this to people who maybe not, who, who don't embrace diversity in a sport. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's going to be better. The sport is better. Your kids are going to be better. People are going to be better with the diversity in the sport. Our state is going to be better. Hundred percent. I think. I think if we embrace the diversity a little bit more, we wouldn't be falling behind Illinois. Illinois, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, like we wouldn't be falling behind like Illinois and mm-hmm. New Jersey and Georgia's making like. So I just. I think we, I wish we could embrace that a little bit more. And, and but that's what I'm going to be here for. You know, All I'm right. going to keep fighting at least for that.
0: Well, it's definitely, uh, I think the sport that we can embrace. It. And, you know, it's a, it's one of those sports you, you walk through each other's shoes. You know, I know me personally coming from a small school in Sandusky, you know, I had, you know, yeah. the, the kids from Sandusky, you know, Rocky McKinney, Sean C. Profit. Yes, I right? know my man. I'm telling you. They were you. my training partners. In that and you know, so that, that opened my eyes Hockey to the world a little Rocky. bit.
1: Yeah, no, there's there's some you, you have to you have to look on my face. I I gotta I gotta read show you my all African American team Black History Month a couple of years ago I did okay. an all African American team. Yeah, send it over, uh, man. I'd
0: love to see it. All,
1: all, all Ohio African American team. It was great. The debate was fun, but at the end of the day, when people always said, "Well, what about this guy?" I said, "Well, who are you taking off the list?" That's all yeah. I would ask people. Easier I said, said than who done, are you right? taking off. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah the, the only uh, and I had a surprise. I had a heavyweight that a lot of people just didn't quite know how great he was, but it was more personal to me. Got him Lamar Miller, Lamar no, Lamar Washington, sorry, Lamar Washington, who was a state runner up at Shaw, but got literally cheated in the in the final. And it was he was a heavyweight that took shots and like you know, it was crazy. And he got called for stalling by backing up to take a shot at heavyweight. It was crazy. Mm. What. It was crazy. But yeah, anyway, it's lost. But anyway, yeah.
0: No, yeah, send it over. That'd be great, man. I'm definitely uh, glad you took the time. I appreciate it. I want to thank you. And uh, yeah, anytime, brother. Definitely. Um, you no, know, if you have anybody out there, you want to jump on here, you know, you let me know, you know, I'd like to, you know, keep this going. So yeah, that'd be great, man.
1: Yeah. That's I cool. like it. It was cool.